Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode five of Just Riffin. I feel like that's a milestone. That is right? that is quite a stepping stone. Like five episodes down, we've got like a week's worth of material if you listen to this on your way home from work or school. I, I don't know. I'm proud that we've got this many episodes under our belt. I say that we celebrate after this episode. <laughs> How so? <laughs> um, we'll figure it out. We'll go and grab some cigars. Um hit up a record store or something and how long while you know me <laughs> that's right you don't smoke cigars that's right i'm straight ed <laughs> <laughs> well without further ado Let's get welcome into everyone it. to episode five of just riffin if you're new thanks for checking us out if you're coming back thanks for coming back i'm jay this is my friend ted how's it going um I'm really excited to talk about the second segment of today's episode, but first, we got a request to do another music review. And without further ado, we have uh, Down Down in Tear, <laughs> yeah, who was um who actually this really cool hardcore band out of Puerto Rico that Ruben, the vocalist of Through yeah. and Through, said we should check out and do a review of. They just dropped their EP called Bad Honor on March 13th. Um, so we decided to listen to it and we're going to talk about it. Um, before we get into the album proper, I, it was nice to check out a band I knew nothing of. Yeah. Like there's so much nowadays where you hear stuff about a band or know stuff before you even check out their music. Yeah, for real. Um, and it's cool to just be able to sit down and judge a album solely based on its music. It kind of feels like you remember that feeling when you first got into punk rock and you were just trying out every band. And oh yeah, that excitement and you just, like, when you had... found a new yeah. band you really dug. That was like kind of what I've been feeling here. That's um, the same vibe that I've gang because I've known about I've known about I've heard of this band since back since back in October of uh, mm-hmm. last year I believe when I saw a flyer on Facebook floating around that they were playing at. Uh, Corrupted Fest at the Grand Bar, and I they just a, played Tough Love too. That's right. They also played Tough Love in um in uh, Los Angeles, I, some somewhere in Southern California. Ruben mentioned it to me, mm-hmm. but oh, we should have mentioned it right off the bat. This band is not. This band is definitely not local. <laughs> I said they were from Puerto Rico. You did. You are you not paying attention? <laughs> this is this is my character on on the podcast. I. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah you and me are predominantly youth crew kids within the realm of hardcore um, so to speak yeah or, or we don't we usually have our nose to the ground in terms of some hardcore so to speak it's like, like i enjoy checking out new bands but at the same time i want to listen to start today or wake the dead or something along oh those yeah lines. most you know definitely what I mean? yeah we have a very particular niche that we spend most of our time listening to of yeah hardcore, so at least for me, I know some of the more up and coming, like heavier bands, tend to fly over my head for a while. Yeah, like I just got into the band Turncoat, and their albums, their EP has been out for like almost a year now. For some reason, when I first heard when when I first saw that Turncoat was a uh, Turncoat played a show in Chicago sometime last year or two years ago. I'm not correct, so don't take my word for that, but. For a while, I was under the impression that Foundation was actually playing at first just because of that record, Turncoat, but of course, two totally different bands. That would have been sick. Um, Yeah. Two extremely heavy bands. Turncoat's not even that much of a beatdown band. They're just friends with a lot of the heavier bands that are coming up in the Midwest right now. Like, I don't know. I I usually see their logo on, like, flyers with Through and Through, of course, and The Truth. Yeah, absolutely. um, Kubla Khan. They recently... I don't know recently, but in within the past couple of months, they did a tour with Cold as Life, which is pretty huge. Yeah, that's right. Um, but we are not here to talk about Turncoat or any of the other bands we've mentioned in this intro. We'll most definitely <laughs> go back to... We definitely got to sit down and talk about Turncoat, though. That's another yeah. band that we have to talk I about later on down the line. I and I've been listening to it a bunch. I really dig it. Kind of reminds me of Delinquents, in a sense. You know, I see where you're getting at, yeah. Um, kind of the thrashier, more melodic vocal stuff. Um, Turncoat's a great band. Go check them out. But let's finally get this thing started yeah. and talk about Bad Honor by Down in Terror. So, Diving into the first track, Sick. How would you describe it? That's pretty um, fucking sick, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jay's going to slap the shit out of me later for that at, one. At some point, yes. <laughs> um, their vocalist, Ricky, I am a big fan of his lyrics. He has he has some really cool imagery with his lyrics. Like the one that stands out to me in Sick is "Freedom is dead and they killed her." Like yeah, I, I feel like the freedom and how people are taking our freedom away is kind of a overused trope in hardcore, so to speak. 
but the, the way he phrases he words it, it so much it's, better. I, I really like the way he words this song. Uh, I mean, me too. I, I'm a lyricist, so I'll predominantly look at the words of a band. Um, Ted, what do you think of this? And or like, because I, I can't talk about music much at all. <laughs> I just look at the words. Well, right away from the get go, the um, I've always had a I've always had a uh, a thing for samples since back as mm-hmm. like as far as I can remember because pre-punk rock or pre-hardcore kid, whatever you may, you may call it, I was super into like the old school industrial scene, which included so many different samples in their music. So right away, I knew for a fact that I was going to get hooked on this song specifically, the fuck school, you want to be an artist, you do it. I'm trying to figure out where that sample is from, but like... Yeah. I can't, cannot for the life of me pinpoint where it's from. Because I am currently in school to be an artist, so I don't (laughs) know where I fall on that. But, um, uh, but I I, like, I I know it's just a sample, but my director brain reading into that, I really like that sentiment because whenever the world has to reset itself or society has to reset itself, we're gonna need doctors and road builders and politicians, maybe. We don't fucking leaders. Need <laughs> let me rephrase that. But we're also going to need storytellers. Absolutely, and that's what artists and musicians and theater people. That's what we do. Yeah, absolutely. And I really enjoy that sentiment of follow your passion. You yeah, know what I mean, most definitely. Um, uh, you, let's dive into the instrumentation of this song because the as as a bassist, well. I want to like put myself on a pedestal, um, but because I'm a pretty shitty bassist, but the the slow like clucky bass bass riffs really really like drew me in. It almost remind me of like the old school bass riff to Infected by Bad Religion for for some odd reason. Two totally separate genres. I think you've just been listening to your old L.A. punk rock too much lately. You're right, I have, and I'm actually gonna make another L.A. punk rock reference later on down the line on no chance. But the uh, but man, I'm just getting like this like vibe of you have like the metal breakdowns that really like give me the exodus dri kind of like slayer old school thrash metal denim vest long hair nike sneakers kind of vibe it's funny to you it. bring up dri because i was listening to like beneath the wheel on my way over here and i haven't listened to dri in a while and i'm like huh this feels like a breakdown yeah at one point <laughs> so it, yeah i get that and i was getting that with with this band a lot like the two bands that really ca- that the two bands that really f- came to mind when I heard Sick were from Ashes to Rise, which is a band that I haven't listened to in a super long time, and I probably have to go with like either Exodus or Slayer. But overall, phenomenal track. I I, I want to fucking listen I, to it right I now. I think it's a really good opener to this. Yeah, movie. absolutely. Like it sets the tone. It sets the attitude. It tells you what you're gonna hear on the rest of the ep yeah um any last thoughts on sick it's it's sick (laughs) i knew that was coming (laughs) i really should have worked around that you had no chance (laughs) stop (laughs) we're not even at that song yet my bad honor you have so much bad honor right (laughs) listen Um, leatherface that that doesn't work (laughs) i moisturize um (laughs) I'm so sorry to anyone listening to this right now. Second track on the EP, title track, Bad Honor. Ted, what do you think? I'm really, at first, honestly, I, at first, I don't know why. I was kind of skeptical over whether or not I was really going to like this one as much as I really dug, uh, dug sick because right off the bat, now I've said this before and Jay and Zach have given me shit for the, for saying this, but I was never like super into metal. So right away I was getting kind of like, kind of like a metalish vibe, which I like some metal, but I'm not like incredibly into it. But as the song progressed and whatnot, I really started like getting into the vocal style and the instrumentation, mm-hmm. which really like opened up my mind. Maybe if I can enjoy this, I can enjoy like other other metal bands or, or what or whatnot. This is getting kind of sidetracked and I was going to bring it up eventually, but how do you think the vocals pair with the instrumentation. I think they pair they pair excellently. Yeah. Um this may just be me this may just be me leaning more towards like melodic stuff, but I felt like they could have gelled just a little bit more. Cause there were at times where it just felt like 
lyrics over an instrumentation track and there were like one or two moments where i didn't know if it totally like mixed together that's not like i'm I'm not even like saying on the that's bad on the band i just think it may have been like a recording thing that was weird to my ears i'll have to listen to it um, again because you you pay you pay way more attention to yeah I, I i just really like fast vocal delivery like the fast youth crew shit like we were talking about oh earlier. yeah so that may just be me not being super into like beat down influence stuff um I, I, that sounded like a complaint i I really enjoyed this EP. I was just wondering if you had any thoughts on how the lyrics went with the music. I really like how the vocals and lyrics go with the music. Specifically on this track, lyrically-wise, the... I love the lyrics on this track. I'm not the holy son, so back the fuck up. And then it kicks into that, like, killer two-stepping riff, breakdown instrumentation, that... That's what like really, really gets me going with this song. I love the opening, the straight to the point. I, I I'll need to listen to it again, but I just the way he delivers the line straight to the point, but you don't want to hear it, just gets me pumped up. Like I I really want to see these guys so I can like go off to this song. Most definitely, we'll have to take a trip to Puerto Rico. <laughs> Hopefully, they come through soon. I love to see these guys. Yeah, because. I don't have money to buy plane tickets right now. I was I, I remember I was sitting around listening. I'm like, all right. Through and through, turncoat, delinquents, down in terror, final struggle. Make that lineup happen. <laughs> I really want to see that. Make it happen here. So you Yeah. Won't have to drop so much cash to fly cash to fly out. <laughs> um you want to dive into a no chance? Do you yeah. got any last words? On I know that I honor? know we're all over the place on this episode right now, but I've been listening to this thing for a week now and there's just all my thoughts floating around i'm like oh i need to mention that oh i need to mention that Ooh, here's another band i've been listening to really tired um yeah i bad honor i think is tied with sick for my favorite off this ep all right those are two phenomenal songs um what do you think of no chance the next song what i what i really liked about it was right off right from the get-go i don't know why but i started getting a uh 80s LA hardcore kind of vibe mm-hmm. and yeah. once again like crossed over with a uh, more thrashy thrashy metal type of sound but um but like the this song I, I can't remember off the top of my head like how how long does what what time does this song clock in because when this, I was listening to it I this didn't want is it to the end. shortest song at a minute 49 yeah my but, only complaint is I didn't want it to end yeah <laughs> this is definitely gonna become the song that the crowd chants to you know what I mean just like how throughout the course they just keep yelling no chance at the yeah. end of each line. This is gonna be like the crowd. You're gonna see so many. This is gonna pylons. be like the crowd hype song. Absolutely. Um, like the band anthem. Um, uh, yeah. Hopefully they extend it when they play it live. <laughs> that would be wild. Yeah, this is a cool song. Um, it, but like like you said, like it it's a great song, but it, and then it happens, and so I was like, wait a minute. Where's the rest of it? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it like ended before I could really digest it would be the only thing I could say about against this song, I suppose. Which I like, mean, in the world of punk and hardcore, I know it's weird to complain about song length, but I don't know. I like music. I want more of it. I want to hear more. I definitely want to hear more of these guys. Mm-hmm. Let's definitely got to see them, though. <laughs> what we got next? The final track? The oh, my bad. EP closing about. Uh, I've, I'm good on no chance if you are i'm all um, right with it the ep closes on leatherface which how would you describe it because to me it feels like that trope of like two faces in the hardcore scene you know what i mean um but again they use really cool imagery yeah. obviously like leatherface that's a really visceral image that i feel like other bands don't quite conjure when they're trying to talk about like two face yeah you know what i mean um Wait, I'm sorry, real quick. Do you have the lyrics right in front of you for this for this record? Yes. Where'd you find them? Their band camp. Uh, it must be different for me since I'm always on mobile. I really... On mobile, you have to click the song, and it'll pull up a new page, and the lyrics will be there. Oh, but on the website, exhausting. there's just a drop-down menu. All right. Um, <laughs> I really wanted to check out the uh This is like the, the second too. review where you've just asked like a... A question. I'm like, wait a minute. There's lyrics. I'm like, yeah, they've been here the whole time. Um, I'll go back and check them out. (laughs) This song, maybe it's wrong to rank the songs on this EP because I just love all of them. Another one of my favorite lyrics on this EP is in this song, and it's 
yeah, I'm below you, but kill me the day I start being your clone. That is That's a really deep. cool. Yeah, that's a really cool lyric. I'm sure a lot of a lot of people could definitely like and relate like, to that if you've gone through any type of bullshit in your life. That's another like theme or message of hardcore that I really love. Of like local band or not local, but within the Midwest scene, bitter thoughts. Be true to you. Yeah, that's there you a, go. Yeah. There you go. Um, which I think is super important because I've been guilty of this. When you first get into the music scene, you like want to put on the like stereotype look of yeah. it. Yeah. Like bondage pants, patchy vest for punk rockers, hoodie, camo shorts, vans, skate highs. I'm literally looking at what I'm wearing right X now. X-Watch. <laughs> it's comfortable. Shut up. <laughs> Bane dad um, hat. I, I do dress like that, but I, I feel on. like it fits me. The message here is be yourself. Yeah. Don't, don't put on someone else's face and pass it off as yours. Yeah, That's absolutely. That's the message of Leatherface. Uh, like, it's cool to be a... This is totally going off topic, but, like, it's cool to, like, look at... It's cool to, like, put on these, these like, clothes that you see your favorite mm-hmm. musicians rocking, whatever, like the Letterman jackets, the hoodies, like, the hats and, what, and whatnot. But then again, at the same time, like, do this because... You're getting enjoyment out Listen of it. Listen to Wasted on the Young by Bane. You, there you go. If you want yeah. a well-worded <laughs> argument about what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, there, there we go. Um, and I could listen to that song all day. That is such a good song for real. How have we not talked ad nauseum about Bane yet? I know. In every single podcast, I'm Bro, wearing it's a coming Bane up, hat. It's coming up on a year since we saw them for the last time. I know. I'm um, so bummed out down in terror if you're listening to this i'm really sorry we've talked about like seven other bands during your ep <laughs> review um do you have any more thoughts on leatherface i like it i love it gets me in the mood to uh punch zach in the face <laughs> uh zach's not laughing at that but i really dig it i really what do you dig, think like, about the, uh, um bad honor as a whole the ep bad honor as a whole I really like it top to bottom. Just like too. so much so much energy and I like do so too. much like um, anger, especially in especially in bad honor and sick. And also another thing that Zach actually commented on, the uh the album art. Album art and I I went into this about through and through's album art. Not to get like the two of them confused, of course, like I believe they're most likely done by two different artists, but the album art actually kind of reminds me of um the like the artistic colors and tones used on my favorite album cover, Turn It Around by Comeback Kid. So this is actually, like I said, that uh, Zach pointed out to me. That's something that I'd like to know who, who's who, uh, who's the mastermind behind the mm-hmm. behind the art. Um, I don't know when Down in Terror got started. I know there's like the Bad Honor single came out in June of last year, and this EP came out about a month ago at the time of this recording. But it like even within that time frame, this is an amazing release, um, and I'm so excited to see where this band goes next. Like they're only gonna get better, you know what I mean? And they're only Most gonna definitely. get more fans, and they're only gonna play more shows. Um, I definitely. I most definitely hope that they'll um make it make it to Chicago sometime sometime absolutely. soon again so we could catch them. Um I, I don't want to do ratings on these things because we're just two nerds talking about music. But oh, yeah. I I would highly recommend anyone who's into hardcore beatdown metalcore anything within that umbrella. Even if you're into like like myself, even punk if you're rock, into LA metal, punk rock yeah. like the adolescents, they definitely have those yeah. overtones in it. That Another sidetrack, but hardcore is such a melting pot of sounds nowadays. I love it how everything sounds different. It's yeah. Um, but yeah, go check out Bad Honor by Down and Terror. It's for free on their Bandcamp. That's down in that's down in terror hc dot bandcamp dot com. Um, I couldn't find any upcoming shows for these guys, but check them out. Download their EP. Throw a few dollars at them if you can. Um, Absolutely, yeah. I, One thing you always got to make sure to support the artist. Cool. Um, you want to play a Down and Terror song? Yeah, let's go with uh, what do we what do we say? Do we say sick? Yeah, let's yeah. go with sick. Yeah, cool. This is sick by Down and Terror off their new EP called Bad Honor. Check them out on Bandcamp. Hope we'll to see, see you guys we'll talk soon. To you in a minute. Remember what I said. Fuck school. Understand? You want to be an artist? You do it. Fuck school. 
So I've been thinking about this since way back to the pilot episode we did, but I've never felt like there was enough time for me to really do um, this conversation justice. So I wanted to devote a segment to it now. It is impossible to really talk about how I got into music without talking about the role video games played in that. And I know you're not as much as into video games, so I'm going to talk at you for a little bit and then we can work in movies in there because i know oh, I mean, movies played a bigger role than video games did with you honestly i think both uh both those two forms of media played played an equal amount of like roles into me getting into uh getting into music i mean because of the tone like i was never a really big gamer growing up but the games that i did play of course were uh all the Tony Hawk pro skater Tony Hawk yeah. underground games i mean without those games <laughs> I wouldn't be into my one of my all-time favorite bands, AFI, if I, it wasn't for hearing. I knew Boy, you were going to bring them. Up. Yeah, but you're so right about Tony Hawk. Um, when I was growing up playing video games, it was pretty much filtered through what my parents deemed acceptable. Okay, um, but they really. I don't mean this is a bad thing, um, mom and dad, because I know you're probably listening to this. Um, they they looked at the label, the ESRB label, and pretty much determined. Yeah, not really looked at the content. Um, so I got the Tony Hawk games, the Crazy Taxi games. <gasps> Crazy Taxi is another um, one that played a role in my there life were growing up. Two games before those two, and one of them's kind of embarrassing. The first was just like an ATV racing game, but they had um, Boxcar Racer in there. They had. Like some cool old emo sort of what pop song by Bach, What song by Boxcar Racer? That's a band that I haven't heard in a minute. Yeah, um, that's the Tom DeLonge's yeah, emo project, project he did between Blink albums. Tim Armstrong does a song on that record. Huh. Um, but it was the song There Is, which is one of the early 2000s emo anthems. <laughs> um, then there was also this video game called Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure, which I shit you not was a Tony Hawk clone with Disney characters. That's wild. You were literally skateboarding in Andy's room as Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> but like I, while Sellout by Real Big Fish was playing, it that's just had, like, ironic. It had like Real Big Fish and Simple Plan on there, <laughs> like just sh- like Warp Tour pop punk goodness yeah. while you were skating around with Simba and. Little Tarzan, and so that was one of the first video games where I really got into the soundtrack. Popping oh, Ollie over Scar, and, and there was a, there was a. <laughs> this is gonna be a silly segment. There was a As jet always. ski racing game I played, like the first video game I owned. Me and my dad would play it with like an SR seventy one song on there. Oh shit! Which was sick. Um, and then I got into like I said, Tony Hawk and Crazy Taxi, and. Like, it wasn't years until I would say I was into punk rock or identify as a punk or a hardcore kid or anything. But, like, that was some of the first music I took in, and it was all just 90s punk rock. So, Mom and Dad, the next time you complain about the music I'm listening to, it's your fault because you gave me these games. (laughs) It's kind of funny, though, how you mentioned 
that when at the time when you were li- when you were playing these games and you had the uh, you were listening to like Boxcar Racer and Real Big Fish, mm-hmm. you didn't know a whole lot about punk rock at the time. Not that's at the all. same. That's the same story with me. In fact, funny story. Um, go drawing back to my obsession and love for AFI. <laughs> when I first heard, when were I first you into heard, them before or after Tony Hawk, I was into them. After after Tony Hawk, so I first heard "Boy Who Destroyed the World." Tony Hawk is responsible for you being an AFI fan. So thank you, Tony Hawk. I isn't greatly that, appreciate no, that. Isn't that fucking crazy? How a video game you just use to piss around your time? Yeah, like, just it, when you don't want to do what you're supposed to do, played such an impact on who we are because it's music insane. is instrumental in our lives. Yeah, and just like a video game that you may have thought the cover looked cool. You just by chance you picked it up and it I'm gonna say life changing. Yeah. Cause I mean like draw I don't mean to like sidetrack you, but like drawing back to to where where I was getting at, when I first heard when I the fir- the first time I heard AFI was um when when I heard was when I was playing Pro Skater, I believe it was either two or three, but it was three. Yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater three and Boy Who Destroyed the World off the All Hallows EP killer killer song Mm -hmm. great great old school afi song but years years later down the uh, down the line it might have been actually like two years later in 2006 i believe december underground came Mm -hmm. out and i started like listening to like more music and whatnot i saw i was up late one night watching saturday night live with my parents and who could have who could have saw this coming afi is is on saturday night live playing miss murder and uh, love like winter, and, and I'm like, like, wait a minute, this sounds minute. familiar. This sounds familiar. Also, this is the same band. This is <laughs> it was it was wild, but this is grew to liking getting off sidetrack to a conversation we have a few episodes again. But no, never mind. Stupid question because Skinny Puppy was the first like your band. Oh yeah, was AFI That's your first punk band? Would you say? I I would definitely cool. either say AFI or Bad Religion. Actually, I got into bad. This is a, this is like. This is probably the most punk rock way to get into a song. Video I was games? with <laughs> I was actually on a school bus with Zach. We were going to the field museum or something on a field trip and we're in the we're in like the back of the bus and he had an iPod full of like old school punk rock and metal and he just like puts on bad religion, twenty first century digital boy. And I this instantly did got not hooked. happen. It did happen. It did shut the fuck up, Zach. It happened. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's tied between AFI and Bad Religion. See what religion. happens when you don't get a mic to defend <laughs> yeah. yourself. He'll get one one of these days. Um, <laughs> while we're on the topic of early 2000s emo with um, Boxcar Racer, uh, like I mentioned, um, my first year of high school was when I found like bands like Blink-182 and Sum 41, and I started... When did you go to high school? 2002? I graduated <laughs> in 2015. I'm no, late I'm to music all the time, dude. Um, like <laughs> I just said, I just checked out Turncoat, and their EP's been out for about a year. Um, but so it was also like, so I finally was listening to bands I associated that punk label with. You yeah. Know what I mean, around that same time, I started playing like Saints Row and the Grand Theft Auto series pretty seriously. Um, and like, <laughs> I, 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 Really liked driving around to like the classic rock station in Grand Theft Auto Four. Yeah, but I, it was just rock music to you know kill people too. <laughs> um, and then I played Saints Row Two, and I was just flipping through the stations looking for something I'd like, and there was a station called Gen X, and I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna check this out. And on that station was My Chemical Romance, Panic at the Disco, Paramore, The Plain White Tees. Red jumpsuit apparatus, the used Taking Back Sunday. Taking Back Sunday. Some of it's really corny shit, I admit it, but when you're first getting into your own kind of music, kind of underground music, that is the shit. That was so cool to discover all of those. And, like, that's where I discovered all of those bands. I had never listened to My Chemical Romance or Taking Back Sunday or the used until I played Saints Row. So, like... That that's drawing back to what you were saying. That's the incredible thing about about video games. Mm-hmm. If you didn't play Saints Row, if you didn't drive around Grand Theft Auto, fucking running people over, or if you didn't like go skating and this Tony Hawk Pro Skater, this is a too, really convoluted over story. People, 
Sorry to cut you off. Um, My bad. Do you remember in the pilot episode where I said I was talking to a couple kids who were like into emo and classic rock, and when I kind of stopped chilling with them or talking to them, I wanted to find my own thing? Yeah, I remember Well, that, that. was a group of dudes I played Xbox with. Okay. We played Grand Theft Auto together all the time. And when like the group finally split and I didn't really want to have anything to deal with them anymore, I wanted something with like the energy and the aggression of metal and hard yeah. rock. But I wanted my own thing, and that's how I got into punk rock. Yeah. Because it was sort of similar, but it had its own vibe, and I could get into it more. So if I had not picked up Grand Theft Auto 4 at the time I did, I might not be into punk rock. <laughs> it's just weird how the, you trace back the dominoes to those kinds of things. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I picked up Grand Theft Auto 4 my freshman year of high school, and um, I flip through the radio stations to the classic rock station and the host was Iggy motherfucking pop that's wild. of the stooges and on that station were bands like the smashing pumpkins stevie nicks david bowie black sabbath bob seeger the stooges thin lizzy queen the who um who? <laughs> <laughs> who's on stage the band no the band <laughs> is playing later um, Sticks, Leonard Skinner, ACDC, Deep Purple, Foghat, Aerosmith, The Doors, Iron Maiden, your boy's Motley Crue, Saxon. Hey. <laughs> um, and when I finally got tired of the classic rock station, I would flip, I started flipping through stations and came across Liberty City Hardcore with the host Jimmy Gestapo of Murphy's Law. And that was the first time I heard bands like Sick of It All and Cro-Mags. And... Yo, what song did by Sick of It All? Because I don't know why. I was like just like never into like GTA growing up. But you what song... missed out, homie. Yeah. <laughs> what song What song by Sick of It All do they have? It, do this they is the smallest radio station, so I'm just going to list off the whole track list. All right. That was playing. And keep in mind, so the, the this particular game was set in a fictional version of New York. Yeah. So they really wanted to give off the vibe. Like, I'll get to in a minute, but they pay close attention to where their games are set and do soundtracks based on that. So you're driving through a video game version of the Lower East Side while listening to A Day in the Life by Murphy's Law, All Your Boys by Maximum Penalty, Back to Back by Underdog, Enforcer by Leeway, Injustice System by Sick of It All. There we go. That's it's The, the Limit jam. by Cro-Mags, Just Can't Hate Enough by Sheer Terror, Right, right Brigade by the Bad Brains, Telltale by Killing in Time, and Victim in Pain by Agnostic Front. That's a pretty. That's that's gotta be the best soundtrack GTA to run people over. Is to. what got me into hardcore. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. It was video games that made me a hardcore kid. That's and then they released DLC for it and turned it into a death metal station, and replaced. Sick of it all in the Crow Mags with Sepultura and Cannibal Corpse. And I like Sepultura, don't get me wrong. And Max Cavalera is a badass. And he, they made him the radio host instead of Jimmy Gestapo. Um, but that was... It, I, I just, <laughs> fuck. You know, the first time you you hear Paul Bearer go, Shut up, punk! Shut up, punks! And you're just like, yeah. oh, fuck. Um... <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna name off some of my like favorite favorite songs that I that I uh, discovered through playing like all the Tony Hawk Pro Scare games. We got oh New Noise by Refuse. Yeah, That's we definite, did not. We yeah. really should backtrack and go back to Tony Hawk. Um, can I wrap up Grand Theft Auto real oh, quick course, just so we finish right this story? So I spent years driving around this fictional version of New York, just listening to these hardcore bands. Um, Grand Theft Auto Five was announced, and I'm like this the soundtrack on this thing was phenomenal they also had some of the great like east coast hip-hop like one of my favorite nos songs I, I got really into nos through this um and you know going backwards to the other grand theft auto games they all have phenomenal like the earlier grand theft auto games got me into dio and then oh, there was yeah. san andreas which got me into danzig and some of the old school hip-hop stuff yeah gta 5 comes out and i'm like oh what's gonna be on this soundtrack they announce um, 80s LA punk rock radio station. I heard about that hosted by Keith Morris, right? Hosted by Keith Fackin Morris with Amoeba by The Adolescents, Board yeah. of You by Agent Orange, My War by Black Flag, which the best Black Flag album, Fight Me. I hate, Arguably. I hate arguably how people drop best, bands okay. <laughs> for trying something new. I see, yeah, yeah. You, you do have a point, yeah. That's from... 
I admit I listen to Damaged and Jealous again Damaged more than best. more than My War, but in terms of musicianship and like artistic integrity or whatever you want to call it, My War. Yeah, I I, I see where you're um, at. Rock House by the Circle Jerks, Pervert by Descendants, The Mouth Don't Stop by Fear, What's Next by Off, which I think was made for this game. Oh, for real? Yeah. I may be wrong. Subliminal by Suicidal Tendencies. Abolish Government by TSOL. TSOL. Lexicon Devil by Your Boys. The yeah, germs, the Germs. Which were kind of earlier than the rest of these bands, but they're oh, yeah. pretty instrumental in LA punk rock. Life of Crime they're by a the Weirdos. Of LA punk rock. <laughs> uh, Blown Away by Youth Brigade. The LA one, not the DC the, yeah, the one, LA which I one. love. Uh, I love Enemy by one. DOA. I Don't Need Society by DRI. John Wayne Was a Nazi by MDC. Linda Blair by Red Cross. Don't Push Me Around by The Zeros, and Los Angeles by my favorite L.A. punk rock band, X. Damn, that's a wild soundtrack. <laughs> right? And then there's they also had Ceremony on a different station. Oh, for real? They had The Highwaymen, which is my favorite country band. And so, like, that that's what was great about it. Um, because, especially if you didn't have your own stuff playing, you would pick a station you loved, listen to it ad nauseum, and then you're just like, what else is good? And so you'd try something else. Yeah. There is a Mexican ska band on this station. And it le- the, the, where did they find that? Yeah. Like, it, it, but it's so Wait, cool. who is it that's on the station? Um, It's not Pin... Pin- pinata protest that's not no a i i don't know why that was the first band to come to mind. i i'll have to find it it's i don't know i have a weird list pulled up but like just weird shit i never would have yeah. found if it wasn't for playing this game um that so yeah without grand theft auto i grand theft auto is so instrumental in what i listen to you know yeah. punk rock and hardcore got both of those from grand theft auto uh we need to do Tony Hawk diving justice into t- because we totally skipped over that. <laughs> diving into Tony, diving into uh, the the soundtrack for all the Tony Hawk games, all the Tony Hawk Pro Scare one, two, three, four. They're not, all freaking phenomenal. I mean, you got like I like I said earlier, New Noise by Refused, Rage Against the Machine, Gorilla Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CKY ninety six wipe. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, House of Pain. They, they throw they they throw in like a, a little bit of like nineties old school so hip hop like NWA. What I realized after playing it was at least in the later ones. So if anyone listens to satellite radio, I highly recommend checking out a radio station called the Faction or called Faction. I've the, yeah I've listened to the it before. Faction is an old skate punk band. Um, but so Faction does this really cool mix of like punk, metal, hard rock, and hip hop, um, and they have really cool radio. They like have different r- shows. That are hosted by like Marky Ramone, Tim Armstrong, Tony Hawk. And so I was playing around uh, in, I think it was American Wasteland, one of the later Tony Hawk games, before they made a weird shift and they weren't as good. Um, <laughs> I, I say American Wasteland was the last great Tony Hawk game. But I it was in between songs and Tony Hawk's voice came on as they like made him the radio DJ and they were like, hey, you're listening to Demolition Radio on Faction. I'm like, whoa, they whoa, got his I've actual... I've heard that before. They, but it's like cool that they took his actual show from the actual radio channel and put it in the video game. Yeah. And then they just put what they play on their station in real life in the video game. Yeah. Which is just, I don't know, that... I, I like sat down and thought how cool that was because it's adding a it's adding a layer of realism to the video games which yeah. I, I really like especially with like open world games like Grand Theft Auto and the later Tony Hawk games where I'm just left to my own devices I really like that world building shit and that's something that connects me to my character oh yeah um being able to you know drive around in my car and listen to this radio station and these bands and when I get home the game I'm playing has the exact radio station with the exact same bands. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't really have a way to wrap that up, so start talking. <laughs> Talk about something. <laughs> but for real, though, like, at like, like what you were saying, um, how, G, how GTA was like your like, entrance mm-hmm. into discovering hardcore and punk rock. Tony Hawk Pro Skate, all the Tony Hawk Pro Scary games were my, like, gateway into discovering just old-school punk rock. And, I mean, mm-hmm. you you didn't only have, like, like you didn't only have a, um, a uh, inclusive, like, playlist of just, like, skate punk or what was 
typically coined under the term skate punk like Goldfinger, it, No Effects, or like Bad Religion. It was like a mix of everything, but it all worked together. Yeah. Because ev- all the bands were unified by that same energy. You know what I mean? I mean, you even have Sham 69 on here, which I told, I, I don't even think I knew that. Or yeah. at, at the time I was listening to that, but that that's wild. I mean, look, you even got Melancholin and Bad Religion. I'm All those like, like 90s epitaph fat bands yeah. that were so instrumental in punk rock blowing up. Um, I, I always appreciated the mix of like, you'll go from listening to Public Enemy to Bad Religion to and back and forth in between. Did you ever play American Wasteland? No, off the top of the... off the top of my head, I really cannot cannot remember to be honest um, with you. What you year should... did what year did American Wasteland? Come it was out, one though? of the later ones. You may have been out of it. It was like after all the pro skaters. Uh, you know what? I might not have played it before then. I need to show you the soundtrack because, in addition to all the awesome old school punk and hip hop groups, they had a handful of emo pop punk groups come in and do uh, covers of like classic punk and hardcore songs. For oh, nice. example, Senses Fail did Institutionalized That's right. by Suicidal oh, you know Tendencies. What? I might have... Fallout Boy did Start that. Today by Gorilla Biscuits. Yeah. Um, it, it's weird, but it works. And Fallout Boy's made up of a bunch of hardcore kids. I yeah. I give them a pass for it. I like <laughs> Fallout Boy. And I think we just lost all of our listeners with that. So <laughs> sorry, guys. It's okay, um, guys. I don't like Fallout Boy either. <laughs> My Chemical Romance did a weird cover of... I think it was Astro Zombies. Yeah, I was about to say, they covered a Misfits song. I know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thursday did Ever Fallen in Love with Someone by the Buzzcocks. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's a stellar <laughs> I cover. will have to play that after we're done recording. But, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I, I like seeing like bands play tribute to their roots like that. And each of those that's bands... That's something we could really dive into. Each of those bands do their own thing rather than trying to just repeat the song, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, but like example, an institutionalized where senses fail covers swap out instead of, Hey Mike, what's wrong with, Hey buddy, well, buddy. That'd just be stupid, but yeah, yeah it would they, be. They, Who the fuck is Mike? <laughs> but like shit like that is cool because then it gets me into two bands with one song. Yeah. <laughs> for the for two for the price of one. <laughs> um, that was actually one of the first, uh, sent I'm, I'm going to get into this later, later on when we shift into like television and movies mm-hmm. in the episode. But um, that was actually one of the uh, one of the first like songs I heard by Senses Fail. But like, I mean, it was a cover; it wasn't actually by them. And I can't remember for the life of me if I played American Wasteland or someone I knew was playing it. I just happened to be in the background, but I heard that, and I was like, they "That's a had cover." Total Immortal in there. Yeah, you know what? I think you're right. I think that was because I know for a fact that Total Immortal, another one of my favorite OGAFI songs, that I I know for a fact that I heard that in one of the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games. Mm-hmm. Um, and then have you ever heard of a game called Brutal Legend? I've got a big series I want to talk about, but I feel like I need to say that Zach just gave me a look, so I'm guessing he's <laughs> heard of Brutal Legend. But have you ever heard of that? No, not off the top of my head. No. How do I even fucking describe that game? Um, so you play as a roadie voiced by Jack Black, who gets sucked into literally the <laughs> land of metal, and he works with a Rob Halford lookalike, a Lita Ford lookalike, a Dave Mustaine lookalike, like Amazon warrior versions of Kiss, <laughs> and like he has to defeat an army of hair metal kids goth kids and industrial kids so you'll probably hate this game i'll fall into the category of the goth kid or the industrial kid the industrial (laughs) are like weird demons who are into like extreme bondage though yeah it's it's really kids look like members of the matrix (laughs) that's true but like it just the whole world of the game is garnished with like thrash metal imagery oh yeah just like the classic 80s thrash metal you'll have to show me this after it's so good i i have it on my computer i can show it to you oh Um, yeah but just the entire time you like can like summon this giant hot rod and drive around and while you are you're listening to like black sabbath of ozzy osbourne and rob halford both did 
voiceover work for this game. Oh, right. And Lemmy from Motorhead. They, he himself, there's a character called the Killmaster. <laughs> obviously, Lemmy Killmaster. words. Who um, is one of your allies in the game. And he. I hope you'd be my ally in the so game. So it, it, it's like a sort of strategy game, and Lemmy and his army <laughs> heal people with their groovy bass lines. Like, that's their purpose on these giant three-wheeled motorcycles. But so the entire time you're driving around listening to Sabbath and um, I can't believe I'm forgetting this band name. Who does um, that song like Die for Metal? Who is that? Die for Metal. They can't stop us. Let them try. For heavy metal, we would die. Bro, you're asking the wrong person. I don't uh, know how many talk times about I've... something that's gonna kill me. I'm gonna look that up real quick. I don't know how many times I've mentioned that. Like, so, I was never yeah, big in the metal. I it didn't last long, but like the imagery of that game was so cool, and just you could tell it was a labor of love just for these people who love heavy metal. Manowar, that's who Manowar. It was. All Manowar. right. I don't I know who that Manowar's is. Manowar's so goofy, but I love them. But it was just like I appreciated how much they love and passion they put into this game and how they paid tribute to these genres of metal that have oh, yeah. huge fan bases. And like so <laughs> you were playing as a roadie and you could choose how he dressed. Like you could put a vest with a bunch of pins on and then pick a back patch for it. It was sick. <laughs> like they're just really cool little details. Um in terms of music games that explosion of like rhythm games with Guitar Hero and Rock Band that happened in the 2000s, how many oh, kids did that? The, that how, is something we could talk about for It hours. sounds like you're against them. But no, how, I'm not against them. I think it's great. How many kids got into music based on those games? <laughs> like, I know like iTunes sales for Welcome to the Jungle and Rock You Like a Hurricane skyrocketed Absolute, yeah. after Guitar Hero 3 came out. The Guitar Hero Aerosmith game sold more copies than like every Aerosmith record put together. That's insane. Yeah, um, that's crazy. The, the but then again, when you think about it, like maybe it was like uh, maybe like the game itself was a little bit more accessible. But still, that's crazy. <laughs> I I read an interview with um, Slash did where he bought like Guitar Hero two and like locked himself in his room for a month. And was just oh for real, and he like played through Guitar Hero two, and he couldn't get past medium difficulty. I um, had that I had that difficulty too. I always sucked at but Guitar so Hero. I, <laughs> I went through a like classic rock phase after playing Guitar Hero, and when I got into the whole punk thing, I went back and I found the Dead Kennedys, Sex Pistols, AFI. Um, That's right. They, they got they got Miss Murder on them, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, rancid, suicidal tendencies, and then anthrax. Blink one eighty two. Yeah, anthrax and Megadeth. Senses um, fail. Yeah, um, I went back to Guitar Hero two, and you could play Warp Tour in that game, <laughs> which was so cool to me. Um, and then and then they let you make your own characters in later games. So I'd make like a punk rock me, a hardcore me. Yeah. Um, and then I I'd always make a goth me. Because at the time when I was playing those games, I was really big into like... Ms. Murder oh, was yeah. your favorite song. Shut the December fuck. Underground was your favorite album. Um, Boy, and, if you don't. And then and then Epitaph Records released a download pack where you got a Pennywise... Not a Pennywise song, a NoFX song, a Rancid song, and a Bad Religion song that you I could don't remember play on this. the game. It was on one of the later ones, like right, right before it went under. Um, the last uh, Guitar Hero game that came out before they re did the series you could play at cbgb's yeah and i remember there was that a chapter actually. of the game where you played a set of punk rock songs where you played uh, a bad brain song you played a ramon song and just like like again it's an example of them doing their homework and show showing that they cared yeah um the only problem with grand theft auto not grand theft auto uh the only problem with guitar hero was that they oversaturated the market and people lost interest so fast i I did real like I did realize that uh, I was sometimes during not when, only did you have Guitar Hero releasing a game about once you a also year, had you had Rock, rock Band, Band doing yeah. the exact same thing and so and and as they added more to the game you needed new controllers mm-hmm. um, because the first couple ones you could play with the actual Xbox or PlayStation controller that came with the console it wasn't as fun but if you didn't want to yeah. shell out 90 bucks for a plastic guitar it was fine that's another thing those guitars were 
awfully expensive, I, especially the broke. drum set. Yeah, the they broke easily. Um, I actually remember I, breaking a kid's drum basement. Set for I've got band. seven of them. Oh, wow. I think, and I'm I'm a fan, and I know that's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, like I had one friend who I always played with who actually preferred the controller to the plastic guitar. That's but odd. So eventually, that's, yeah. and even kids who are still into the series. The parents got tired of having plastic crap All littering the their place. houses. Yeah, because you'd play through it a couple times, and like even the biggest fans like me would eventually put it down and move on to another game. And then GTA. You, you see, you can't play any other game with those controllers. Yeah, I've tried. Um, <laughs> I I tried playing Halo with the Guitar Hero <laughs> controller, and it did it did not Let's go well. <laughs> Oh my god! I I could talk about hours for the late night video game shit me and my friends do, but that pertains nothing to music. <laughs> um, so like Guitar Hero, kind of shot itself in the foot. But while it was around, just the amount of music it exposed kids to was unbelievable, and I I really appreciate the amount of kids that got into music. Yeah, that's another thing. It didn't just make more fans; it made kids want to pick up an instrument up and actually learn to play and start yeah. their own band. Yeah. Which like, I thought was incredible, and and like, in a weird way, it would kind of br- had the chance to bring families together. I know that's getting really like putting oh, Guitar sweet. Hero up on a pedestal, but mm-hmm. like, it, your kid comes down from his room playing a video game and he's singing "Rock You Like a Hurricane," and then you break out your Scorpions records, and you and your kid have something to talk about. I, I ideally, I'm sure I know that didn't happen for everyone, but <laughs> it was just a cool, fun game that. I mean, the Rockstar thing is debatable, but it was a wholesome game, to put air quotes around that. It was just a fun game that had a great impact on people musically, and I really appreciate what Guitar Hero did. Um, Yeah, I've I've kissed Guitar Hero's ass uh, for a fair amount. Is there anything else about Guitar Hero or video games in general you have to say? Well, aside from the fact that I just have Tony Hawk... To thank for my... I think we'll have to save movies for another episode. We'll get into that. We'll get into that another episode. Um, Don't worry. We'll touch up on uh, Suburbia and Boys in the Hood and whatnot. But as for like, as for now, like, especially with Tony Hawk games, I, I have him to thank for... I want to go home and play some. Now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to go into the next room and play some. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have him to thank for... Uh, Showing yeah, me my um, favorite band, AFI. <laughs> and like I said earlier, Mom, Dad, it's your fault I'm into the music I'm into. You <laughs> gave me these games. You gave them to me. Um, we're about at time. Any bands you'd like to hype up, Ted? I didn't do my homework again, so no. <laughs> I, I had a huge list of bands I wanted to hype up, and then Abuse of Power released a new EP, and you know how much I love about how much I love that band. Well, you know what? I actually might have one. So you're just going to cut me me the fuck off? No, 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 no. I was listening. (laughs) I had this list of bands I wanted to talk about. Just tossed it out because I care. Abuse of Power. I love that band so much. Um, Like the Atlanta hardcore band right now. Um, I I would think it was previously Criminal Instinct, but I think they're more out of L.A. now. And... Abusive. That was another thing I remember you tell talking to me about. Yeah, that guy uh, like upped up and relocated to L.A. Yeah, and I think there was a lineup change in there, but Abusive Power is like the flagship Atlanta band right now. Um, yeah, they're heavy. They're not heavy though. They're like head. They're head. Well, like, I use that term the loosely. Youth revival, <laughs> and they just there is a seven inch called when then becomes. I have it in front of me. When Then Becomes Now coming out on Triple B Records this summer, but the vinyl does, the actual record doesn't come out till this summer, but all the digital tracks are up right now. So you can go and listen to them. Um, We're going to need to devote a real review to this because I love this band and I cannot talk about them enough. So I'm just going to say go check out When Then Becomes Now by Abusive Power. You won't regret it. I already have the vinyl pre-ordered. Hey, real quick, do you want to uh, hit up Negative Approach with Blood Clot this We're summer? We're not at that section, Ted. <laughs> oh, How man, many... I want to surprise this you. This is episode number five. You should know the format by now. <laughs> Go listen to Abuse of Power. I already have the vinyl pre-ordered. Um, a few other bands real quick. I mentioned Turncoat earlier, but 
They have their self-titled EP you can get on turncoatofficial.bandcamp.com. Stellar band, stellar EP. Go check that out. And a few episodes ago, I talked about uh, Full Measures, full length that had come out. Um, it is now free on their band camp. It used to be $5, which was way less than that band deserves. Um, but now it's for free. So go check out that album. It's one of my favorites so far of the year. Uh, you should throw them some money. That's just my opinion. But if you can't, check it out for free. Uh, Ted, since you don't have any bands to hype up, there are any shows coming up on your radar? Um... There was one band that I actually did want to hype up. I just started listening to them a few days ago. They're playing a show this Saturday at um, some local place in a uh, local place in Cicero, the uh, Motel Six 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 Cicero. I, I'm just finally getting that play on words now. They're playing with uh, When We Was Kids, which is another fantastic band. Death of Massive Stars, and uh, I Made You Myself is a um, is a band that I've actually been checking out lately. They're Worth like definitely, definitely give them a listen. What's going on? You look a little disappointed over there. Well, you just barged in about the negative approach blood clot tour, and I'm not gonna be here. I'm not gonna be able to see that tour. Because every band I like (laughs) plays Atlanta while I'm in Chicago, and every band I like plays Chicago while I'm in Atlanta. When are they playing Chicago again? Uh, July something. At the at the Cobra Lounge. Fuck. That's I'm bummed. If now. it's the 29th, that's the same day as Convergent Neurosis, if I'm correct. Go to this one. <laughs> I've seen negative approach. Zach's like mad six at me times. now. <laughs> um, so that's when a am show. I see again? That's a show to keep on your radar. Negative approach and blood clotter doing a summer tour. Um, I'm we couldn't make it tonight because we were here doing this. But just shout out to Logan who was on a few episodes ago. His new band. Andretta, I believe, yeah, played their debut show tonight. So, congrats to them. Congrats to Logan. Um, uh, Most definitely. Real quick, it's coming up next week, but that No Coast Edge Fest that's happening out at Royal Skate. That's right. Yeah. Um, the it's for a great cause. The benefits of the show go towards a women's shelter, and you can catch some of the best straight edge bands playing, or like at the mo. At this moment, I can't fucking talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> who they got? Well, real quick, who they got in the lamp? New Heart, New decline. Heart, Decline, The Jig, Clear Focus, One Heart, Foot in the especially. Grave, uh, Two Minute Minor, and I think Waste and Absolute Truth are playing as well. All right. I, there's been some lineup changes happening, and I, I, I don't really know what's going on. I've just like declined New Heart, One Foot in the Grave. <laughs> um, you already said with just those three bands. Uh, those three bands alone. One Foot in the Grave happened... They, they got together right after Noose broke up. Um, but then they just like went underground for a while, and they just released a demo a few weeks ago. All right. Um, so I'm stoked to see what that band has coming. Um, and that band, Absolute Truth, just dropped a three-song demo. I haven't had time to sit down and listen to it, but there's new music out there if you're Hey, there it. you go. Um that's really the only show I have. So that's on the 21st of this month. If you can make it, it's for a great cause, great bands. That's the No Coast Edge Fest happening at Royal Skate. We'll be at Thursday. If you can't, go hang out with us at the Thursday show. Um, <laughs> we posted about it on Facebook, but if you don't know, there is now a calendar of upcoming local shows in, in and around Chicago on our website. That's just riffinpodcast.wordpress.com. Yep. If you want to know what's coming up and where to get tickets to those shows, you can check out our website. Um, if there's a show that we haven't really been like hyping up or whatnot, or even like a new release, or drop us a line. Drop us a line. Drop us a line do. on Facebook. <laughs> there's a contact us section on the website, and there's also our email, justriffin.podcast at gmail.com. You can reach us through all of those avenues. Ruben could only uh, recommend so many bands for us to listen to. We'd love to hear from you guys. <laughs> um, there's at least one more review coming soon, the new Abuse of Power. But That's right. if there's anything else we need to listen to, talk about, please hit us up um that does it for me any closing thoughts for you ted stoked to see thursday next week i am too (laughs) cool until next time thanks for listening everyone there